0: Welcome to Down to Hearth, the podcast for cigar smokers, whiskey drinkers, and for the people just looking to kick back, light up, and have a good time. I'm your host, Jerry, and I'm joined by, as always, my co-host, Gio, and Caleb. Fellas, 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 how are we
1: doing on this fine Sunday night? Caleb, what's up? Uh, Happy Sunday. Uh, Good to be here with you. Uh, Not good to be... uh... Driving for 16 hours this weekend, but it was worth it. It was worth it, man. I mean, we, we had a good time, and uh, we, we just were in
0: Kentucky. Oh, before I even get to anything, happy birthday, my friend.
1: Thank you, good sir.
0: Yeah, I totally forgot to say that. I, I don't know why I, I forgot to say that. But, yeah, we were just in Kentucky on the Bourbon Trail for the last two days. Uh, we had a pretty good time. We got to see some cool shit and do some cool stuff. I'm sure we'll dive into that. But uh, before we do that, Gio, what's up, my dude?
2: What's up? Happy birthday to our um, favorite milf lover and inappropriate co-host you know
1: i don't have many jobs but that's one thing you know inappropriate and uh milf lover it's two two things i take pride in dude i had whiskey go down the uh, <laughs> <laughs> down my throat
0: the wrong way the man. Wrong pipe. yeah holy fuck i was gonna laugh at that because that was actually kind of funny <laughs> but it was also like Oh, no, I'm dying. No, it was like a <laughs> genuine compliment from, from Gio. That was really nice. That was like probably the nicest thing he's ever said about you. It's a great birthday gift.
1: And then, um, lucky enough, you also threw some cigars at me, too, uh, when it's, I got in your house. So another lovely gift, just to add to the day, from our uh, sponsors down there at Cigar Hustler. So uh, thanks, Mike and Mike, and all you guys' boots and all that. Love it. I, mean, uh, I don't know
2: if they're our sponsors. I mean, our, uh, our co-network partner. Yeah, or? they're
0: like co-network like. We work with them. They're not our sponsors. Well, yeah. it's a nice little bonus, so thankful for those guys as well. Fucking Always. Fucking up already, buddy. That was uh, definitely, that was from Mikey specifically, so perfect. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks, brother. Uh, Yeah, listen, we got a lot to dive into today, uh, but before we do that, Gio, let's also, get into the cigar, buddy.
2: Before we get into the cigar, you know, one of our buddies is going to be very upset. R.I.P. Chandler. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, dude. I forgot. Bro. Matthew Perry's gone.
1: We're going to talk about that on the after We are. Definitely. Okay.
2: All right. All right. I'll, I'll
1: let it be. Definitely. Number one story on the after
2: Number one story? Whoa. Oh, yeah.
0: damn. Wow. How? Why? The guy was just like a, a a drug addict who had a bunch of problems.
1: It's not a surprise that he dropped. Well, it's still going to be the number one thing on the after So, So uh, just make sure... If you guys don't know by now, we do an after her show. It's uh, full of conspiracies, news, and funny clips. Make sure you're tuning into that on YouTube as well. All right. Anyways, Gio,
0: cigar today, buddy. What do we? What do we? What? What fine? What fine piece of meat are we smoking today?
2: Well, as Caleb would say, for once, this is the main meat of the show. We got <laughs> the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust red meat lovers. This particular vitola we are smoking is the new ribeye. It is a six by fifty-two box press Toro. Fun little uh, guy here. This one's going to be a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, a Mexican San Andreas binder, and a uh, Nicaraguan and Pennsylvania broadleaf filler. we do going to have some fun with this one. I enjoy a good soccer product.
0: I honestly have not smoked this cigar yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I've heard good things. Um, seems to be getting a lot of steam, especially the way guys are uh, you know, chasing it the last maybe couple weeks or so.
1: So looking forward to finally getting to this and uh yeah telling you guys um i'll let Gio get into details about the cigar Uh, this is my third one of the red meat lovers that i've smoked before one was a gift and one was acquired through a trade with a friend i've loved every single one of these i've smoked so i know that this will be a great cigar
2: so i was looking up the prices for it here now granted uh, i tried to find some consistency in the msrp but nothing's been listed here but the most consistent price I saw for a box is a buck fifty-four. That's a box of ten, so yeah. about fifteen dollars for a single. And we'll see if it lives up. I mean, Saka is definitely a master of the craft in the game, and there is going to be some very interesting notes in this cigar. I feel like.
0: Well, I mean, just right off the rip on the nose, uh, I don't know if you guys got an opportunity to smell the cigar before you guys actually got into it. But, uh, I mean, very potent uh, broadleaf on this. uh, Very chocolatey smelling. Um, Yeah, definitely a cigar that I'm looking forward to, especially having that Mexican San Andreas inside this bad boy, too. So this is going to be a cool one, man.
2: Yeah, definitely like that, like, cocoa, like, smell right off the, you know, rip.
0: All right, man. Well, hey,
1: we'll let you guys know as this progresses through the show. Uh, Caleb, what are we drinking today?
0: Pairing this up with something cool.
1: All right. It's first time doing it on the show. We haven't done Russell's yet, so we're just going to go with the original Russell's Reserve. This is the 10-year-old um, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Um, got a lot of facts on this because there's a lot of information about Russell's, so... Uh, it's a straight bourbon by the Campari Group, uh, distilled at Wild Turkey. Uh, the release date is always ongoing. This is always ready available in any store. Um, it's 90 proof. It's aged 10 years, which is awesome. So think about like an Eagle Rare for something in comparison. Well, that, that was going to be like a little note that I touched on. For the price point, you're right in that
0: Eagle Rare 10-year bourbon, uh, just minus the allocation.
1: Exactly. You
0: know, uh this is a product that like caleb mentioned, uh should be
1: pretty readily available on any liquor store shelf. So yeah. Yeah, that's always good. Um the mash bill is seventy five percent corn, thirteen percent rye, and twelve percent malted barley. Uh very light amber color. And uh this price is about thirty six to thirty eight dollars. I'm guessing this is someone who bought it in Kentucky. Up here in New York, about forty dollars or a little more. Yeah. So fair price. Uh Geo, great pick today.
2: Yeah, I picked it up for like 46 bucks. You know, I won't say the star. You know, they threw a little gouge out there. People are a little... hit the hit that <laughs> quote, Jerry. Which one? Good old double B.
0: Oh, you need, you need double B. Well, I, I wasn't prepared to hit that button. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll get to it when we get to it. The, they're the uh, lowest I don't of the know low. How mm-hmm. these people can even live with themselves, how they can look at themselves in the mirror. They are the lowest
1: of, of the low.
0: We're talking to you, and you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> price gouging fucks
1: that's right um so if you guys didn't know this comes from uh jimmy and eddie russell uh, father and son master distiller team who have combined tenure at wild turkey uh for over 100 years uh so it's a 10-year small batch and it is made from a hand-selected few barrels that have been aged for at least 10 years um it is like all the wild turkey bourbons it's made from a single bourbon mash bill so um you're gonna get I'm not going to touch on the nose and palate. I'll let you guys get to that. Um, the finish, we'll all talk about it as we go on with the drinking. But um, just to touch on that comparison I made with Eagle Rare. So it probably fits the bill that they can really be compared. Uh, just price point alone, the age comparison, some tasting notes as well. Um, Eagle Rare also does make single barrels of their 10 year as well. Hard- very hard to find. Obviously we know uh, we were just in Kentucky you could find single barrels of Russell's like almost at any liquor store and they're all different, which is crazy. already available too. Um, and the only price is different maybe like 50 to 90 dollars depending on age, finish, however they're doing it, store. Um, so it's the highest age, but of all products within wild Turkey, it's the lowest proof. So that's what gives it its difference between all other wild turkey you know wild turkey 101, the rye, Anything else that they put, they've the been branch.
0: putting out? Some really crazy products. Like obviously we know like Russell's Reserve. We know about the Russell Thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Single Rick House is a new one that just came out in the last couple of weeks that has been getting a lot of hype. I mean, I've seen this bottle on the secondary. I mean, this thing's going for four hundred to five hundred dollars for a single bottle, uh, and this thing just came out. So I mean, there's obviously a lot of steam with uh, the Russells line. Especially their 13 and the single Rick house. Uh, I'm almost positive that I just saw Wild Turkey released uh, Generations, which is a new collaboration between all of them. All of the Russell's brothers. I think it's like Jimmy. I don't know all their fucking names, but this Generations bottle is very, very unique. It's really cool. It comes in a really cool box, but I mean, I've seen this thing on the secondary market for going around like 600 bucks to $700. I mean, it's, it's pretty wild, but Wild Turkey's putting out some great products and yeah man
1: this is uh like caleb said one of their more readily available picks yeah i'm looking at a great review here and if you're just looking for a compare comparison between eagle rare and russell's give russell's a try uh you're not gonna have to go on the hunt you're not gonna have to fight you're not gonna be in any lotteries and you're gonna get something very similar although you know different mash bills but same price point same age uh you're gonna get Something maybe more enjoyable, and uh, we'll just see how the taste goes on. But so far, uh, this is my first time actually having Russell's. This is for 90 proof, this is just so easy to sip. It goes down. We could do some damage on this bottle tonight. What's Eagle Rare 100 proof? I think it's 90 as well. 90? Uh, we got a bottle up there, yeah, it's up there. Yeah. I, 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 if you think I can read that, you're I, out of your Bro, You got mind. one behind you, yeah, I got one behind me too. I was gonna say, my well, uh, we'll figure my vision is terrible, so I cannot read that far away, but I think it's about 90. Probably just look it up anyways. But uh, so far, I'm loving this hand. We just got into it. Can't wait to do a couple more sips of this.
2: Yeah, I mean, so far, very smooth. I like it. It's definitely, uh, you know, we don't talk a lot about pairing, but I feel like this is going to actually complement the cigar very, very well.
1: It's 90 proof. I just risked my life finding out. Also, you know, just for the fighting pi-
2: for my life.
1: Just for the picture alone. We got like a red and white bottle with a cigar with a red and white band, so I'm sure the picture came out pretty well. So
0: this is actually something that I uh I noticed while Gio was taking the pictures and I thought about it too. I was like, Oh yeah, look at this man. This uh this uh color coordination is spot on tonight. Yeah. Hey, don't worry. <laughs> When we smoke the
2: SBC twenty twos, I we're gonna have to find a purple and green bottle.
0: You look like one of those artsy fucking losers tonight
1: with the hat. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something about the hat. I was like, You really wearing that, dog? Yeah, you look like one of them fucking losers. Ah,
2: yeah, my hair's crazy right now. So yeah. I would rather look like a loser than have a bad haircut.
1: Dan, that's crazy. He's got the hipster vibes. Shout out vibes. to our boy. He's got the hipster vibes. Oh, I just wanna say before we get into the main meat of the show, you guys picking up any like smoky barbecue vibes from the cigar, like taste and smell-wise, especially getting into it a little more. Let me go on, like, a Caleb-esque tasting note here.
0: It tastes (laughs) like smoke. (laughs) I said smoked meats. It tastes like smoke. No, 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 it just... Tastes like tobacco. Yeah, so the joke is, obviously, if you've ever heard Caleb give a tasting note, it's like, uh, sometimes he'll say the cigar tastes like tobacco, or, like, something super obliviously obvious. I mean...
1: Hey, no, it, it's tasting pretty good, though. Travis Pappenheim told me I wasn't wrong when you said you could taste tobacco. Like, if you ever touched a tobacco leaf or been around it? He's like, well, yeah, of course, but still, you know. You know. Peppery little guy. I'm, so I'm, far. Some peppered meat, perhaps. Yeah. You just want to talk
2: about meat flavors in your mouth, huh?
0: If there's anything Caleb wants to do more on his birthday, then. Have meat in my mouth. Yeah, just have a nice. Big red meat lovers.
1: You know what? Sokka would definitely appreciate all this talk. His posts are, they get a little raunchy sometimes and got some good good humor jokes in there, a little off color. So. Listen,
2: after the Matt Booth episode and we managed to make that through there, <laughs> like, we're all right. Like, <laughs> That's true. You, you shove that meat down your suckle, buddy.
1: Ooh. My suckle is watering for this uh, meaty stick. <laughs> That's a review right there. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. That's a review right there, you know. Come on, man. <laughs> Leave your mouth hole suckling for some more meat. All right. Soccer. You guys are disgusting pigs. Listen.
2: <laughs> this was a family show. Yeah, um, this was <laughs> a
1: family show. Did you guys oh, notice there. the pigtail on this too, by the way? I did
0: It'll notice be. the pigtail, yes. Little pigtail. Yep. Listen, we, we're going to talk about this cigar. We're going to talk about the Russells. I want to kind of break down our little trip. Yeah. Obviously, I- we were just in the in the bourbon trail. It was a good time, man. But Second there time was through. definitely some things that were pretty funny.
2: Oh, boy. Alright, so where did you go I just go this time that you didn't go to before,
0: Jared? So we went to Bardstown
1: this oh, time, no. So which is different than Frankfurt. It's actually like South Kentucky instead of Eastern Kentucky. I gotta say, just driving through Bardstown, like we did the whole historic district, as well as the distillers around there, I thought Bardstown was a lovely town. Uh, I know some people who grew up in that area, and I'm like, yeah, this is, like, growing up here would be pretty, it'd be pretty nice. It was like watching, um, if you ever, like, as a kid watch like, Halloween Town. Yeah, I got those vibes, man. Especially driving down the streets in the school, like, all the leaves falling When it, you were yeah. in,
0: like, the actual town. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the roads led to a church. Did you
1: notice that? Yep, yep. It was, like, really old school. Everything was connected. This all the schools, all the churches, everything on one main strip. It, it But it looked lovely. It was nice. Yeah, definitely some Halloween vibes, yeah. man. Uh, the, the
0: the town itself was absolutely bumping. Yeah. Full oh of God. people, full of life. All the boutiques were open. The liquor store was popping. Dude,
1: uh, where- All the little shops. Just got to say, where we ate dinner and not only lunch, amazing. Yep. I know lunch dinner was in another part of town, but where we had lunch at Bardstown, man, I dude, I love that lunch.
0: I got I to I ask Al.
1: I forgot what it was called. Scouting something. Yeah. Scouting, something. Yep. scouting Scholar? Yeah, maybe, maybe that was what it was, yeah. dude. My food was, uh, we ate good. Yeah, you,
2: you you enjoyed your succulent meat in your mouth.
1: Oh, dude, I got like this double smash burger. It was bone appetit. <laughs>
2: oh, so you got double oh. meat in your mouth. It yeah. was
1: bone apple
2: tea,
0: <laughs>
1: bone <laughs> apple teats.
2: <laughs> so it was bonerific.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, the town was bumping. So we went to Bardstown to get back to your question. Okay. Okay. So we did uh, Frankfurt last time, which is like Buffalo Trace, Four Roses, Woodford. Mm-hmm. That's all like Eastern Kentucky. And then we went south this time. I think we went to Barge Town, Willet, uh, Heaven Hill, which was really cool. Yes, um, uh, James B Beam. James Beam. Oh yeah,
1: sorry. Yes, yeah, so it's James B Beam now because
0: he grew up. Apparently, they, it's not Jim Beam anymore. He wants
1: to be James. They changed all the labeling. Even if you're gonna start seeing in bottles in all liquor stores, it's got, they added the B to everything and they changed the labels. Yeah, they they actually uh, their distillery was really cool. Yeah, I I don't know if you wanted to get into how. Some of the I don't know, I feel
0: lore, like yeah. Gio came prepared with all these questions, because uh, he didn't get to come.
2: Well, someone had to, you know, write the show.
0: Yeah, that's true. G- yeah. <laughs> uh, Gio did some work and, and, and put some work into the show, because obviously we spent eight hours today, <laughs> and pretty much the whole weekend just driving back yeah. and forth.
2: I was like, all right, we're smoking this, we're drinking this. We no, appre- I appreciate <laughs> that
1: you did that, no, honestly. You good, simplified my life. Good call, because right now this pairing is excellent, so great call.
2: All right, well, to get to the actual important stuff. So, all right. Of what, of the distillers you went to, what was the best one? We'll start off with the easy one.
0: I think Heaven Hill was a lot of fun. Uh, I did two different Bardstown's. Okay. Caleb wasn't here yet on Friday afternoon. Uh, Bardstown just opened up like a new tap room, okay, on the strip in Louisville. Right, so it is. It was two days old. Oh, okay, brand so new.
2: And we're talking like Bardstown, like Discovery Series, correct? Series yep, Bardstown, yep. Just Bardstown. to clarify. Yep, yep. Uh, there's there's old bardstown which isn't the same thing
0: I'm gonna throw it out there this might be a, a tad bit controversial but dude Michter's has got to be one of the most like dickish <laughs> distilleries on earth they do like these random uh really? drops yeah. through the day and they'll be like yeah we're gonna we're gonna drop some tenure and they'll be like yeah we're not doing it and then like we were across the street at bardstown and you just see like a, 50 people just line up real quick, and they just do, like, a random drop, like, three minutes after we asked. Like, I'm not saying, like, oh, I, I really want to get, like, a 10-year or something, you know? Like, of course I wanted to get a fucking 10-year, but, I mean, like, just the way they do it is just so... It's, like, tacky. It's, like, super tacky. I, I don't know. I, I just feel like I didn't vibe with it, but... um,
2: Which is a shame,
0: because Michter's is one of your favorite actual bourbons. I mm-hmm. like Michter's bourbons. I... Uh, for their Fort Nelson distillery in, in Louisville, I am not a fan. I am not a fan of how they do things. You know, I they, think... They pretty much said, fuck our kids. <laughs> we wanted to go get a drink when we first got there, and we ended up at Bardstown. This is how we ended up finding okay. Bardstown. Because Alex was like, oh, my God, look, Bardstown's is there uh, there now. Uh, that wasn't there last summer. Oh, okay. But we got there, and Michter's is pretty much like, yeah, nothing special. We're like, okay, we'll we'll just go up to the bar. We'll have a couple drinks, a couple cocktails, have some fun. And they were like, yeah, yeah, you can't bring the kids up either. We were just like, all right, so fuck our kids, fuck our (laughs) dreams, fuck our wishes. They, Michael (laughs) Jordan. (laughs) Fuck us.
2: Yeah, they did. They, Michael, they're the Michael Jordan of Louisville. Fuck them kids. Fuck you. You can line up when I want to drop my sneakers. (laughs) Uh, It was
0: a little disappointing, but
2: whatever. Okay. Uh, So at the Bardstown, do they have any of the crazy bards? Did you try anything like. I'm a big fan of Bardstown. Obviously, we. I'm going to a-
0: let you know they're new. They have two discovery series that are out right now.
2: Red bottle or it's, red or red label? No, uh,
0: it's the new the ten mm-hmm. and then the discovery eleven, mm. and they're pretty good.
2: Um, they're going to be like two hundred and fifty bucks. No, nah, hundred and forty. Oh wow, cheaper than the actual discovery from last year. It was yeah. one hundred seventy.
0: Yep, one hundred and forty dollar. But that's also there. Remember that. Yeah. yeah so. Cool. The 11, um, from my understanding, I got to talking to um, uh, one of the employees there. It's the first Bardstown that's being used with their own product in it.
2: Okay, because they they, they
0: they think they were sourcing.
2: Was it Were they an MGP sourcer, I'm assuming? I'm not
0: going to go out and, and put that public. I have no clue. Okay. But this is the first discovery that they're Indiana? using their own stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure, but I think so. It probably is.
1: But
2: uh, um, Okay. Caleb, what about you? What were your thoughts?
0: So,
1: like, like day one, I cause... was a little later, mm-hmm. and I didn't get to go to, like, Bardstown. I showed up. Uh, we went, me and Jerry did a little bottle hunting, shopping. Uh, found some cool things. But, um, we, it, I'm just gonna go into dinner. Day one. This great Mexican restaurant. It was fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, I had a great mariachi band sing Happy Birthday to me. <laughs> uh, got a nice sombrero. It was It was good. It was good, but, uh, my favorite distillery we went to uh, day two, right off the bat, Heaven Hill. Uh, no questions asked. Just like going up to this place in the bus that we had, it's massive, it's huge, and pretty cool that there's also a golf course like right next to it. Uh, you see these giant white rick houses, and you're like, there are so many of these rick houses. It's almost unfathomable how many barrels are sitting there. Uh, I think each one of these is about five or six stories high. It's just like you can't imagine how many barrels on there, how long they're aging for. And then you see all like that black mold from all like the liquor spills, you're like, this has seen some age. Some whiskey. This is experience. Like everything that bourbon has to offer. Okay. And then,
2: guys, we just got to clarify black mold. You know that doesn't sound as appealing. <laughs> Maybe there's a different way. Nah, nah, nah.
1: Every
0: Rick the house Rick houses way. all look like this. Everyone down there, there. the only one. I don't in, know what it is. The it ol- can't
2: be black mold because it's
0: like like that. It almost looks like, like, the, like the, buildings the buildings were all, all on fire, fire at
1: one point. Yes. Yeah. It's just the leakage. It looks like a char. It's just the leakage. Oh, it's weird. Yeah. It's just the leakage from the barrels. So like it, it seeps out. I don't think they call it black mold, but it looks like black mold. The that's only like
2: the most dangerous kind of mold. Yeah,
1: the only <laughs> distillery that you couldn't see the black on it was James B Beam because all the rickhouses were black. Yeah, but you you pull up to Heaven Hill and you're like, dude, there's a golf course on the right. The, you see these beautiful white rickhouses and then the building itself. It's so new. It's so high tech. And then you go inside and you're like, this place is so clean. It's so neat. The gift store alone, the products you could buy in there, amazing. The swag they had amazing and then did you buy any um yeah bought a hoodie and um we also did the bottling experience which was awesome
0: so i asked caleb when we started pulling up to like barge town you could start seeing the ricks and stuff and i was like oh yeah what do you think buddy he was like dude this is so this is so cool like it's it's not like anything like you you go to like your local distillery here you, you know maybe they have a couple barrels a couple barrels inside on house
1: is there anything like seeing the rickhouses while you're down there it just makes you appreciate how bourbon's made and even if you're aging something the minimum three to four years maybe five and it's just like and then you see the products like dude this was sitting in a barrel in a rickhouse for 10 years it's like the patience and just the process it makes you appreciate just mm-hmm. drinking <laughs> Man, i love drinking <laughs> it's Fucking just alcoholic. like it's just crazy it makes how me feel less
0: drink. of an alcoholic you know, I uh, you know, I just appreciate the process and...
2: The it, chemistry it, of it all.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, we got to experience a little bit of that chemistry. I wanted to get into our experience at Heaven Hill that a little was bit. My, like I said, that was well, my favorite. Yeah,
0: elaborate on it. Tell me what you got. Like I said, that was well, my... Well, did you have any questions about it, Geo? Because yeah. I feel like you had a bunch of stuff you wanted to talk about. You just asked about what caleb's favorite. favorite distillery was that we went well to. yeah
2: well, i mean I, I mean that leads i feel pretty naturally into the stories you have about it yeah we'll so just, like we should just all talk right, about if that's it your favorite it. let's hear about that let's start this off. all right, all right. listen yeah. first
0: of all full disclosure uh anyone that listens to this show that may have been in our tasting group slash bottling group i apologize for my cousin josh <laughs> first of all josh is absolutely annihilated annihilated he wasn't using the spit cup no 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 listen the night before josh the night before so w- we have the bus that's coming to pick us all up all right mm-hmm. there's like 12 of us okay uh josh stayed out till 7 a.m and we got picked up at nine just drinking
1: and i he, was out with josh till 2 30 in the morning before i called it quits
0: he started sitting uh, like he sat outside by himself he like broke a chair he drank an entire bottle of angel's envy my boy got his wings
1: he almost died The angels didn't want him. He almost became an angel. Yeah. They were like. The devils were envious.
2: (laughs) This goes back to why it just makes me think of that time we were at the cigar club and Sonny is like, You are supposed to be moral guidance. You are not moral if you are
0: not guidance. So Josh is just.
1: I mean, we went. We went. You want to tell the story? Uh, well, I got to tell the story about Josh, like that night before he made it out. Okay, yeah, yeah, we we could start there. We let's could start there. there. Let's we're, start.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's go. Can we rewind this just a page little one? Yeah, yeah. So let's just get to. We'll get to Heaven Hill.
2: Okay, it's two
0: no, thirty. No, 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 right, not two thirty. We're gonna we're gonna rewind a couple more
1: hours. All right, we well, have so to we'll rewind. Start it
2: started at like ten p.m.
1: Okay, ten p.m. Perfect. Ten p.m. It's me, Jerry. <laughs> Josh and my wife. We're all out by the fire drinking. Uh Jerry turns in first, takes his bottle with him because he's like, oh, Josh needs mm. some damage. Rewind more to the bar. The bar. The two bars. We one we
0: tried to get into, the other one we couldn't get into.
1: What else did we do after dinner? I can't remember. We went to that fucking bar and he was annihilated. Oh oh, oh yeah, that's right. We went to so we went to <laughs> a bar like talking.
0: Like, you walk 9 o'clock.
1: Let's spare no details. This is a great story. You walk three houses down. You're at a bar. First of all, there's a $10 cover, and it's all old deadheads in Halloween costumes in a band. Won't let us in. No military discount. No police discount. No nothing like that. So, like, all right, we'll go to the place across, across the street. To, to full disclosure on this, the only reason I asked if they if they did
0: anything for cops is because... We're talking literally. You would be. You're paying to go hang out with like essentially crackheads. They were all crackheads.
1: Deadheads is a great way to describe them. So we go across the street. Uh, it looks like it's a happening place. There's people outside eating. We get in. It's like little do we know they're they're getting ready to close up. They're like, you guys can come in for one drink. We're like, that's that's all we'll do. We'll figure out the rest of the night. We have you know Manhattan and Old Fashioned and a beer. And Josh is just eating like these green olives like they're going out of style like he's having like 40 green olives like like you know. out of the tray no well he's, he's asking for them he's like oh. he's like man if i was if i was gay i'd do things for you for some more olives he's just getting rowdy oh boy i'm <laughs> getting rowdy uh we leave he says uh he says maybe an fjb thing as we're leaving they're like oh you guys you guys got to go your assholes You could tell it was a hipster place. Everyone working there was hipsters. Uh, Some girl had hairy armpits. So, you know, it probably wasn't a (laughs) spot for us. (laughs) Oh, Lordy. So we try one more time to go back to the first bar. And they're just like, nah, we're just... And then we're like, you know what? We saw the vibes and we're like, we don't want to be here. Let's just go back. We got a couple good bottles. Let's just drink what we got. Can
0: I give you just a little... One block the other way, Caleb?
1: Yeah. We went... Yeah.
0: Dude, that place was Lit. And it was more our vibe. It was all people our age, just trying to have a good time. They had a good band playing. Uh, we fucked up. We fucked up, man.
1: Well, I had a good time with Josh out by the fire. All right, so now we're at the <laughs> fire, okay? We we finally make it back. Uh, we're just drinking the bourbons that we found. You know, we got the Angels MV, uh, whatever Jerry had at the time. Uh, you know, some very old Bartons. It's hard to get up in New York, but you can get a 175 for $20 down there. So I had to do it. Okay. Like, so we're drinking uh me jerry my wife uh, and josh jerry heads you know he goes to sleep so it's me josh and my wife of course i went to bed because we had to be up you're responsible
0: it's seven forty-five because our bus is going to be there at nine you're responsible yes you're a responsible adult and
2: you're, you know you want to chill you want to shower maybe eat some breakfast like an adult because you know you're gonna
0: literally drinking all things that i did yeah shower get ready look presentable eat breakfast hang out have an energy drink it was nice
1: so we are drinking and we're drinking a lot like me and josh my wife we're drinking she's got some vodka doing a little bit of the whiskey i have about midnight my wife's like i gotta call it like josh is getting like too extreme and right before she left uh josh is like trying to say goodnight give her a hug and like that and this dude's we got these like uh plastic adirondack chairs he stands up trips over his own two feet this dude literally Folds in half over the over the Adirondi chair, just breaks it, and I'm like, "Oh no, not your bottle of Angel's Envy!" And then I was like, right, "Are you okay though? Don't ruin the bottle. Don't ruin the <laughs> bottle. Didn't even spill it though. Didn't spill. The, his glass didn't landed spill on my the, beer. <laughs> the glass landed on the grass. Didn't spill. But the chair, toast.
2: Well, Josh is getting an invoice for that Airbnb bill.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> so we um we wake up the next day. All right, it's seven forty five. I, someone was like, Josh just got in 45 minutes ago, apparently. So he, he had been pretty much sitting outside by himself, just crushing more whiskey. Well, no one was even out there. I called it at two 30. He, uh, he took the bourbon trail to a, a different level. But anyways, we get on the bus. Josh is just an absolute trip. He's a fucking trip. All right. He's a trip. We uh, <laughs> he is like literally sleeping on the bus.
2: Hey, listen, he's ma- he's being efficient.
0: Yeah, 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 he was taking he was taking care of himself. He was sobering up a little bit. We get to uh, Heaven Hill. We do this uh, tasting. Oh. This is like the most serious tasting too, because there's dudes in there. It costs money to do it. Okay. It's a bottling experience. You bottle your own alcohol.
2: Okay, so it's it's. It's like going to a wine tasting. You're expected to be a little classy in the beginning.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We were zero class. Uh, We went in for some reason, me and Josh just, we got the fucking, I have the giggles. When was the last time you had the giggles where like it hurt and just you couldn't stop? We were like little kids in fucking class. Oh. And then the teachers are fucking talking and you're just like, (laughs) Uh, like you just couldn't stop laughing. So, just some funny parts of the... the well,
2: the, thankfully, you're there to like almost babysit. Because I know Je- Josh okay, is I, at this line like right in the middle. And depending on who he is with, or an instance that happens at, at night, it can go left real quick.
0: So, yes, I'm there to babysit, but I am also left. The voice of reason. I, no, no, that was me. That oh, was, no. that Caleb was, me. was the most the serious most. one. Caleb's sitting there like... Getting tasting notes. I'm like,
2: I guess my point would be, if you told Josh, "Yo, chill out," he would chill out.
0: Yeah, he would, but I didn't. I encouraged it. Actually, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, so the girls giving this fucking.
1: Uh, actually, go ahead, Caleb. So we're doing four samples. We got this uh Heaven Hill Select Series. It's like a new product they're putting out. Rare, nine thousand mm-hmm. bottles only.
2: And really quickly, what time of day is this? Right
1: eleven. Eleven. <laughs> eleven a. Yeah, yeah. I should mention here, it's eleven a.m. It's eleven thirty a.m.
2: He has been sleeping for roughly four hours.
1: If or, n- like, less. he's just going through life. Yeah. Oh. Zombie. So, yeah, he's a zombie. So, we got four to choose from. We got the Select Series, which, honestly, dog shit. Hated it. Uh, not worth $150 to bottle and make it your own. Not at all. Uh, No offense to anyone who bought that or who likes it. And then they did uh, the Berenheim 7-Year Barrel Proof, which uh, we did <laughs> bourbon. I, I did love it. Jerry actually went with that one.
0: I was the only one in our group of, like, 30 that did that, you know? So like I, I bottled that. Then they did the Larcheny barrel proof. Lar- oh, that was awesome. And then the uh, Elijah Craig barrel proof, which were they were all really good. Yeah. But let me just dig into some of the details while we're to doing these tastings, all right? Kay. Right. We're sitting in the first row. For oh, some no. reason, me and oh, no. me and Josh. The lady's like giving tasting notes and stuff. She's asking people like, "What are your thoughts?" And I I look at Josh. I was like, "Yo, Josh. Just on the tasting notes." just start reading off the tasting notes and they're all on the a board, board like your tasting notes you would get just start reading them like when she asks and she's like what are your thoughts on this he's like well I'm getting a lot of like uh fresh bread berries toffee she's like yeah yeah I can see that I'm like Dude, this is so ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of like the start right um he had the answers to the test in front of him <laughs> we we okay so I, I start telling Josh this funny story. I can't really get into the details on the story because, uh, you know, I feel like it's just too inappropriate for the show. Fair enough, but it's really funny. So me and Josh are already laughing, like hysterically laughing. And she's like, "Oh, it looks like a couple of you guys got the giggles." I mean, like I just couldn't. I and that's
2: making it worse because you got called out. It's,
0: it's a million times worse. So we get to this point. Uh, we, we finally get to like you know Josh. Josh is fucking. Reading off the, all the notes, uh, ev- answering everything. Everyone in the room now knows Josh is here.
2: I, I, what I'm impressed about is that he was at a point where he could read still.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was just... So was it?
2: Drunk level, all right. 10 being highest. Is he at 9 and does he get to 11 or are we still at, like... He's just
0: like, at a good, like, functional, funny, fun, drunk.
2: Okay, so, like, we're at 7.5. He's buzzing. He
0: never really, he never got beyond anything. Like he never got ridiculous. Okay. Like
2: but, we're talking. Like I, I didn't know if we were getting wedding speech, Josh. No, no, no. no. <laughs> the best part
0: of this whole thing,
1: and I'll, I guess I'll let, uh, I'll let Caleb tell when he we get to Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. The last tasting was Elijah Craig, and the lady's like, I know you guys know who Elijah Craig is, and uh, Josh just answered without,
0: without hesitation. Josh goes, Yeah, he wrote the Star Spangled Banner. Everyone in the room was like. what What the fuck are you talking about he's like yeah yeah. he wrote the the star spangled banner you know the (laughs) national anthem everyone in the room is now like what is wrong with this person like without the 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 instructor is just like what (laughs) no no he did not like he's like yeah elijah craig wrote the star spangled banner (laughs) like without hesitation everyone i'm dying at this point i can't stop laughing it's so fucking funny to me I'm literally about to die, and then Josh, so like he said, the way he said it too, he goes, "Yeah, he wrote the Star Spangled Banner." Immediately starts drinking, so he wouldn't laugh, uh-huh. and then everyone in the room just turns. They're like, "What?" Like they're infuriated, Gio. Like infuriated, <laughs> mad. They're like, "This, this is ridiculous." All right. Anyways, so we get to bottling that. <laughs> no, no. I'm no. I'm now in Josh's ear. Oh, you got. It. But I oh, I wish he would have did this. So we get to the part where they're toasting the birthday people. Oh, he didn't get to say it. All right, and I she's like she gives this nice toast, right? And I said I said Josh, I'm already starting to laugh thinking about it. I wish he would have did it because I think he was gonna do it, but it's just that he didn't have enough time. I said Josh, as soon as she finishes the toast, stand up, raise your glass, and say you want to add to it, and just start talking. I thought he was gonna do it and he didn't do it. I wish. Like, can you imagine you've all we've we were all at my wedding. You know that this could be like the most ridiculous ramble, right? This could go on for fifteen minutes. The toast. You know what I'm talking about. Yes,
2: this is why what...
0: So I the I'm... problem is you don't know how inappropriate that could be. Ah, uh, whatever. Listen, this is all I'm saying. It was hilarious. I wish he would have did it, but we get to the bottling now.
1: Josh is the number one volunteer.
0: No, no. He was volunteered by everybody. At yeah, first,
1: everyone the, volunteered him.
0: The lady at first was like, <laughs>
1: all right. Uh, I, uh, she's she, like, she you she know what?
0: it. No, no. But then eventually she gets to this point, right, Gio? She's like, actually, this is perfect. Yes. Let me do his so I don't have to worry
1: about him. I don't have to worry about him doing any of this. I can pretty much do his. If he fucks up, it's on him. It's not on me. Uh, yeah, Just because of who he is. Uh, he did the whole, you know, you do the whole bottling process. I have a video of Jerry doing it. We will we'll post and share it. It'll be great content. But you uh, you get your empty bottle. You dry it out. You air blow it first. So you get it all dried. No, no. You water it first. Yeah, you so gotta you, like, cl- they like sanitize the inside of the bottle. So you clean out the whole bottle first. Then you air dry it so it's all dry. You don't want any water or air in your bottle. You bring it over to this uh, machine type thing. You put your, you press your bottle in there. You press all the liquid down. It comes down through this, like, little vault. You push it back. Then the next time you push it down again on another level, your bottle gets filled. And it looks really cool. I have to post the video It is Jerry actually doing it. It is actually really cool. It's this awesome. is
2: absolutely what Josh should not have been doing by himself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. The lady, she, she was spot on when she was like, you know what? This is the perfect volunteer because
1: I get to make his so he doesn't get to do this. Or, he has no chance to fuck this up. Yeah, except for it took him 20 minutes to write the label and put all those stickers on. I was like the last person to bottle my larceny because I had to wait for Josh to get done with a marker. So <laughs> we get to this point and...
0: and the old, the old love joy. There's
1: 30 people
0: in our group. You either loved the guy or you fucking hated him, uh-huh. right? There was some guy in the background. He started chanting shit at Josh. He's like, hey, Josh. Everyone knew him by his first name, too. Hey, Josh, there's 30 people here. How about sometime today? You got two hands. Use them. He was like, I only have one hand. I'm disabled. <laughs>
1: oh clearly has two
0: hands. No mistaking it. No, he, he just Not- tells the guy, he's like, I only have one hand. I'm disabled. He has like literally two hands. <laughs> and he's holding something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was just just everyone starts turning on him.
1: I'm laughing. I can't stop laughing. It's so funny. So we uh, did the whole bottling. Like I said, Jerry did the uh, Bernheim 7 barrel proof. I did the larceny. Dude, it was uh is between 6 to 8 really learned a lot because uh all you guys out there that like heaven hill if you're like trying to hunt those old fitzgerald bottles larceny is the exact same mash bill the only difference is the age so uh old fitzgerald gets aged like 10 plus years where larceny is only six to eight years and so you know if you're gonna you know looking for old fitzgerald without the age larceny there you go and the barrel proof Dude, it tasted great. I like the Bernheim like you. I know you like your wheat because it's 51% wheat. Just the Larceny was the one for me. The taste uh, the taste was the selling point. See, we,
0: we've all also done the uh, Larceny on the show. Yeah. And and, and it's such a great
1: product. We um, never did Bernheim. Never did Bernheim. And I got to say, if you're not buying the uh, seven-year barrel proof like Jerry did, you could go to almost any liquor store. A good liquor store will have this. You can just get Berenheim 7-year, just regular 7-year, 27 bucks. It's probably one of the best bottles under 30 that you'll ever buy. Super good. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah, Heaven Hill was a great time.
2: Okay. So, all right, well, that answered one of my questions. Who who got them drunkest? Clearly it was Josh, so I don't need to even elaborate that.
0: <laughs> this gets, this is going to sound nuts. I feel like I didn't actually start drinking until we got home from the tour yeah
1: okay we well, i'm gonna
0: just go out there on a, on a whim all right i'm 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 just gonna throw it out there uh don't take this tour with your families uh, with your children we'll get into that experience yeah. uh don't
1: don't bring your kids don't bring your wives <laughs> i don't know I, my wife i i loved having her bro next suggestion is the girls go to a wine winery we stay at the bourbon for next year that's my thing. perfect I, I have no, I, and that's the thing. I'm just gonna throw
0: it out there. Right. I, I had no issues with my wife. I, I love. I did the tour with her but last year. No I did kid. the whole tour or the the trail. No kids. No kids. No kids. No kids. No. Kid. They could stay with the grandparents.
2: Not family front. Not family friendly in that sense.
0: This is how I knew it was fucked up. As soon as we the bus showed up, she's like, "Wow, this is a first for me. I've never done a tour with kids. <laughs> we had to load car seats up in there." You're like, oh, never no. and you know this person does this probably she said six days a week six days a week never had kids on the bus <laughs> yikes first so after heaven hill shout out hold on first real oh quick god. shout out to our uh driver debbie what a legend legend great game. time awesome awesome uh tour guide yeah uh i wish i knew the name of the tour because god no. knows i didn't set any of this up nah. my again my yeah. wife did it all. The, the person, he's like, yeah, no wives, no kids. I'm like, yeah, without my wife, none of this would have happened.
1: Yeah. Well, she could still set it up. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so she could do all of the fucking legwork and all the back work and get none of the reward. She got,
1: she got rewards. Um, up next, <laughs> up next after, <laughs> after Heaven Hill, we did go to Willett. And I will say you, you show up at Willett, which is right down the street from Heaven Hill. Uh, not even you could walk there in two minutes across the street um so we get there immediately upon entering you're like this place is swanky like the houses looked in perfect condition very beautiful they got fountains all over the place their chateau where they did the tasting it's awesome you have the tasting room with the restaurant on top the gift store and another bar at the bottom this place clean immaculate amazing they clearly do weddings and stuff there and then uh, when you're there also, too, you can see where they're actually producing all the Willet. And when we were there, clearly these guys were working. You could smell all their, the mash that they were creating. You could smell it being fermented, processed, all, everything in the making. So I thought that was really, really cool. Like, Willett, by far, probably one of the best-looking uh, distilleries we went to. So I, I think Willet was really cool.
0: Here's another fun part of the story, right? We walk into Willet, Who's sitting there?
1: Take a wild guess. Take you know. a wild guess who's who, there? Who loves Willit the most? Jeff March? Jeff March is there.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So Jeff March is sitting in there. He's like, "What's up guys?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah. Small fucking world. Look what the fucking cat dragged in." But uh yeah, always good seeing fucking Jeff. I don't really have a lot to say
1: about Willit. Uh, you know, we didn't really do much there. We just kind of visited real quick. So we had reservations. Um we just uh, we didn't stick around. We didn't we didn't stick around. Nothing against Willit. It was just too much with the kids. Way too much. All
0: the yeah. kids were acting like fucking lunatics. Uh yeah, I mean it is
1: what it is. So you, got it.
2: Again, reaffirming if you're doing the bourbon trail, this is a twenty one and older recommended trip.
1: <laughs> these are tips for your trip. Don't bring your kids. Yeah. So
0: uh next stop we end up at uh James B. Beam. Correct. Very cool. Jim way Be-
2: more. Jim Beam for those who, you know, aren't way, initiated.
1: Way more. Family family friendly. Okay. Dude, there are kids running all over that place. Yes. All over. Okay. There were. So you drive up to this place. It is massive. The grounds are are huge. The first thing you see is this eight story black house. There's this one out in front next to the uh, white beam barn. All I saw when we pulled up
0: was all the wild turkeys running around. I don't know. Yeah, they they were there. They were everywhere. And this is not a joke
1: like a wild turkey joke. There was just turkeys all over the place. Well, that's cool yeah this place is massive. They have a graveyard on site. They said like some of the family was buried there. Probably some workers were buried there. you know that have stuck around for generations of families. um their massive headquarter where you go to like their gift shop and stuff like that. two stories it's huge. Their elevator looked like a barrel itself, so when you actually no, it was like a pot. it was like a pot still, but the elevator that you rode in was like a barrel upstairs. they do the tasting kind of like what we did at heaven hill um their swag shop was amazing. Big TVs everywhere, doing the whole story. That place was cool. And they also did a very awesome drop, too. Well, Jerry, Jerry got a good drop.
2: Well, while you guys were there, I mean, that had to be fun being in Louisville, though, because uh, Louisville got a major upset against Duke, so I figured the town was going crazy.
0: Maybe that's why it was so fucking busy at night, dude. I don't know. It's, or, well, you know, know what it also was? It was Halloween weekend. True. There was a lot of people out in the town. A lot of people out.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, they. So, like, from what I saw, Duke was supposed to beat Louisville. And then, like, Louisville dropped, like, a 30 baggard and, like, nothing on him. So I'm Duke? sure everyone was very happy.
0: The town was lively. Shania Twain was there. Yeah. They had concert.
1: Caleb
2: was feeling like a woman.
1: Concerts galore. Uh, ba- ba- I feel like a
2: woman. No concerts?
1: Not for us. Nah. We are drinking.
0: My wife was like, me and Josh are going to go see Shania Twain. I was like, yeah, yeah, take them. (laughs) (laughs) Josh was like, I actually have a Shania Twain shirt. And and I'm like. I believe that. Of course you do. Of course he does. It's retro.
2: He actually probably brought it with him. That's how fucking.
1: He didn't have it. Rain man
2: Josh would have been. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I got to say, Heaven Hill was like the best. Willard was obviously the best looking, like by far the swankiest. James B. James B. Bean, though, just how huge it was. I couldn't even count the rickhouses. And all these houses, not only are they black, so they look really cool, they're, like, eight stories high. So just think about how much Jim well, Beam cases that you see in stores. They are just pr- monster producers. It's crazy.
2: Well, I mean, as far as, like, you know, everyday, like, you know, whiskeys and all that, I feel like Jim Beam and, like, Jack Daniels are, like, the biggest producers in the country. So uh, that makes sense.
0: I mean, I you, you're talking about, like, readily available, uh, Every day, every single liquor store you've
1: ever been in.
2: Like, every liquor store probably has is at least 40 bottles of Jack or Jim Bean at any given time.
1: Dude, some stores, and I just know this from being in the line of work, you get your discount and your major price when you buy 100 cases. Just think of 100 times 6 of the big bottles. You know, there's, what is that? There's 600 175s. 600. And then if you're talking about liters and 750s, some stores might on hand have over 1,000 bottles of Bean. That's just how crazy they produce it.
2: Yeah, well, that's just very common. I mean, like, when you go to a bar, you order a Jack and Coke. Like, it's got its own name of a common drink. Like, it's that established in the culture.
0: So, I guess saying, so I did a lot more last year than I did this year. Okay. I can say that. Uh, I think maybe a lot of it had to do with, you know, family and having the kids running around and just not being two people. What, being to, like 12?
2: Yeah, it's a little bit harder to organize. It is,
0: it is. But um, it was like going away for like a weekend, uh, Airbnb, just to get away. But like you went and did a couple things that were really cool. Like you visited some very historic distilleries. Uh, very cool. Uh, if I had to go back and do it again, I would probably go back to Frankfurt. Okay. Definitely things, way more stuff there that I think I would rather do again than do the ones that we did.
2: All right. So you've went to pretty much majority. What haven't you been
0: to yet now? Dude, you're talking 150
1: to distilleries. I'm talking of, like the, ma- the major ones. Though. Well, like, there, there's some that they don't tour. Like So when we were in Bardstown, 1792, which is Barton's is right there, and Sassarac. Um, dude, all within... So close, like the two of those guys, you could walk to as well. You just they don't do tours and facilities, and they are they're major producers as well. Okay, so it's it's like oh that kind of sucks. It'd be awesome to check out those spots, but it's just like it too bad. So I don't know. Sometimes you can't count those ones because you can't go to them. But there's it was way too much. Um, I wish we could have done more. It's you can't fit it in the schedule, the bus for eight hours. I or say
0: I said this last year. I said that I'm gonna say it again this year. You just can't do that much. Everything takes an hour. Some of it takes more.
2: So you're looking at maybe three or four in one day.
0: Correct. And there's just, like, you know one I'd really love to do again and give it like a little bit of a, it's just because I hear all these great stories about it. I would love to give it a redemption visit. I would love, because again, this is like visiting that new Bardstown tap house. Uh, Four roses I would love to do one more time. And here's why. When I went, it was brand new. Their their tap room was brand new. So they
2: had an iron out the kinks. Correct. Yeah.
0: It just seemed. So it was like kind of tacky. It was like being in a giant gift shop that you could like drink in. Mm. And but here's the thing. Going to like Heaven Hill. Going to Willet, Going to Jim Beam. I feel like I kind of took that for granted last time I went. And some of them didn't have that experience you know Uh,
2: okay what's the craziest battle you guys got i know you're one of those collector guys
0: um dude i'll be honest with you and i don't know if this is just my palette changing or just me changing in general but i was kind of looking for store picks more than i was chasing like you know buffalo chase like buffalo trace products and stuff i was like looking for like very unique unique things to stores like and I found some really cool stuff, man. Like, I, uh, Nulu was another one that I had a great time at. Mm. Uh, I was able to get a couple of their, like, Amberana finish bottles. I, I don't know what it is. I know, uh, I know my boy
1: Nick's gonna talk some shit when I, when, uh, when he listens to this, but he just, uh, I really like the Amberana stuff. He just messaged me on my, my personal story that I put up about the RD1 that I bought with the Amberana finish. Trust me, I love the Nulu that Jerry bought. I wasn't, I'm cheap. I wasn't willing to drop 100 bones. So I, bu- I settled with an RD one because I was looking for Amberana as well. Wanted to try something different. What do you do? Send you a trash can? Yeah, a puking emoji. I just I like you just said. I don't think he likes the amberanna. No, finish. he's he's no. talking well, shit about it. But I, know, I I love I love Ambarana. I'm with Jerry. Sorry to cut you off. I'm with I'm with Jerry Ambarana. It, I feel like it didn't matter who put it out. I just wanted to try it.
2: I think with uh, I've noticed it's very distinct with Ambarana. There's this like cinnamon bun style taste to it. And maybe that just lends itself like to us over here in western New York a little bit more cuz it's more common that we're used to. So I totally believe that certain finishes obviously sell better in different parts of the country, so.
1: I just can't believe a store God, had pick. the ability to yeah. get this pick. That's a legendary store pick and they said they got like 160 bottles um Nulu finished in Ambarana. I It's like that's a store pick. That's crazy. Like that should be like a shelf product from, you know, most distilleries it could be i mean look it doesn't at the have Pine- to be a store back well, yeah
2: the penelope was amber correct correct yeah correct. Yeah. Okay. yeah so that bottle like secondary is like well over msrp at this point
0: like yeah it's getting up there it's like i'm probably seen around some... 220 to 250
2: yeah and i've seen some of those stupid annoying websites that have it for like 350 400 and i'm like
0: there's a local that has seven bottles of it uh-huh that's crazy that they got seven yeah they're $500. You yeah. want to know why they have seven? Because no one's paying $500 for it. Yeah, no. It's, it's a 98 proof Amberana finish.
2: Listen, I, I get some stuff has earned a premium pricing, especially, in, but I love Penelope products. And I'm not shitting on them. I just, I don't think there's a single Penelope bottle that's worth $500. Mm-mm. Like, it could be a 32 year age. I don't think it would. It's fucking MGP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They haven't been around
0: long enough.
1: And now they got bought back by them, so it is. it will always be MGP now.
0: It's fucking MGP. How are you paying $500 for MGP? Like, that's crazy.
2: And I'm sure in time, like, they'll, you know, as they continue to grow, they'll eventually be able to get much better facilities and start making their own shit. But that's fucking bonkers. Mm-hmm.
1: I got a question real quick while we're talking, because I'm going to need another pour of this Russell's. What are you guys picking up flavor-wise or taste-wise, man? What are you getting? Because I'm getting... A, it's sweet. I said it's an easy sipper, but I am definitely getting some, like, toffee.
2: Uh, um, I haven't really... I'll be honest. I think the cigar is a little bit more pungent than the bourbon.
0: This, uh, to me, the Russell's 10. Very sweet. Uh, I like it a lot. Easy sipper. Like very it. easy. I mean... What I like about it is it's affordable. It's a ten-year bourbon, and it's affordable. Yeah, I mean, did I say affordable twice? And you said it like three times. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's affordable. It's affordable. It's affordable. And Marsha,
2: Marsha, Marsha.
1: And hold on, just to add on that, it's affordable. So yeah. if you guys are collectors or just have a bar, I feel like if you can't find the Eagle Rare or you have a bottle and you don't want to open it, dude, get this. Just throw it on your bar. Well, what hey, would you, you say? Can it have it be at like anytime. a
2: forty dollars tops. Like that's yep. probably reasonable yep. for it. Like. I mean, at that price point, depending on you know your local liquor store and all that, like you can enjoy a nice ten-year product like that, and that's not even considered their you know, uh, allocated version, if you will. Like, I get
0: like honey and caramel.
2: I definitely get the oak fin, or, or was it o- like, or like an oaky taste? If that's the case, I don't know if I'm mixing it up with something different, but I can get that caramel for sure.
1: Caramel, toffee, vanilla sweetness it's all there at 90 proof man this this drinks lower than 80 man it drinks like a like a cordial it's just this is an easy sipper you don't need a cube honestly you wouldn't even want to mix this in an old-fashioned or manhattan this just deserves to be drinking neat and at 10 years yeah why like if you want to save that eagle rare you want to collect it this should be a staple mark of any bar speaking of the oaky taste uh geo would like this uh
0: Woodford just put out a new product. Oh boy! It's the oh. double oaked,
1: double oaked, double, double oaked, double, double, quadruple
0: oaked. oak, double, double oaked.
2: So quadruple oak,
1: dude. That we should, <laughs> that one store had like a Woodford double, uh, double oaked store pick, like a barrel pick from the interesting.
2: The, I mean, listen, I enjoyed double oak. It's such a if we're talking easy to you know obtain. It's right up there. Like
0: this was. A store pick. I mean, that was it was pretty cool. Yeah. They they had so much stuff. I think uh, Caleb even sent you a picture. They had a nice selection of Japanese. Oh yeah. Whiskey. Yeah, yeah, I
2: did see some of that. And some of that stuff is crazy. Like it's not very common at all.
1: No. But well, like even way like way to leave him on a didn't even respond. Some friendship we have here. Mm-hmm. 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 Co-host of a show. Did yeah. it, didn't even respond to. Doesn't it. Doesn't even care. Yeah. Doesn't
0: even <laughs> care that you looked out for him. Yeah. No. Well, I didn't I- call Gio one time to say, "Hey, man, they got this." Jerry, told, not one time. Jerry told me to call you, and
1: I was like, "He's not going to answer." Wow, that, wow! Imagine I like, was, I was knowing.
0: doing, I was
2: doing other things for the podcast and working.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: last night.
2: Did you text it last night? Yeah, yeah.
0: All
1: right,
2: well, all right, I'll shut the fuck up. I'm wrong. yeah Hey, my bad.
1: Which brings us to last night. Me and Jerry, Dick. and me, Jerry, and uh, his brother in law. We went on a hunt because we were looking for Amberana, just anything Amberana. We get to this uh, liquor store that actually had it thanks to our uh, our tour guide Debbie and found it and this so one of the cool things about being in Kentucky is these liquor stores not only obviously they sell liquor they have bars which do tastings and the tastings they do more affordable than anywhere in New York the best prices around and not only do they do the tastings with a bar in the liquor store they got cigar stores in there too I mean the, Everything's the, intertwined. The dude. the quality might not be what you guys are looking for, or what like people you know, but for your everyday you want to grab a, a bourbon and a cigar and cash yeah. out. Perfect.
2: Yeah, let me get that uh that double oaked and that Drew Estate Java.
0: <laughs> That's essentially what it was. Mm-hmm. The most mainstream cigars you could think. Uh all of your legacy brands, your uh Oliva, your uh Rocky Patel, Drew Estate, uh Romeo and Juliet. Pretty much uh, any kind of uh Altidus product you could ever want, they were all inside all these liquor stores.
2: I mean, hey, that's not uncommon. I mean I'm not gonna hate on that at all. It just helps people get more into cigars.
1: Yeah. But I will say, so this place we're at, dude, the bar was cool. Very knowledgeable bartender. We got pores, uh so cheap and amazing. We did so the Nulu that Jerry bought, we did pores of that amazing. That Ambarana I won't say it was as good as the Rio, but top top two. The The reason it's a little
0: different is because of the proof point. We're looking at, exactly. a, you know, you're going from 111 proof, which is what the the Nulu was. And when you
1: drink the Penelope, it's at 98. Exactly. So it's a little different. You know, it's it's a, it's a little hotter. Easier to drink the Penelope because it just tastes like you're drinking liquid cinnamon toast crunch.
0: And, and I'm just throwing it out there on the Amberana. Maybe I'll get shit on for this, but I just think of freezing cold day in buffalo having a little cigar and just how nice that like cinnamon toast crunch bomb
1: is gonna be and then what was that? And i don't other, care
0: what anybody says
1: and what was that other new one you tasted it was honey but uh old louisville old louisville honey and it was like eight it was like an eight-year honey cast finish i should have bought that bottle and i don't then, know why i didn't and then uh what else did we try we did a Willet blacktop which was a I'm gonna boo rye. boo rye, boo rye. So it was like a 95. Okay. You wouldn't like it because Justin didn't like it, and he has like a palate similar to yours. It was a 95 five rye. I, I thought it was maybe top three Willets I've ever had. It was I loved it. I little. thought it was all right. Yeah. I liked it. One but, of the better ryes of Willett's but what I've I thought
0: had. was really strange about it is it was like uh, I think an MGP Indiana rye. Yeah, it was with a Willet twist. willet twist. Yeah. Okay. It was a little, it was a little different.
1: But just seeing like a blacktop Willet, I've never seen that before. We're we we're, were intrigued. It's like we got to try that. Yeah, it Interesting. was cool.
0: This place had like Pappy Van Winkle. Any of it that you wanted to try? Twenty dollars a pour. No, the twenty twenty three year was forty a pour. Okay, I mean, the, did uh, you try it? Go to Lucky
1: Day.
2: Yeah, that's um, like a sixty dollar pour.
1: Uh, no, try, it's about what the bottle costs. Two eighty eight
2: for a, oh, just a pour. A yeah. pour. Uh, yeah, one yeah. ounce
1: or two ounce pour. It was what you can buy the whole bottle for at cost. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, 40 bucks. I mean like so if you're out and you're like all right
0: listen this is an experience. I can try the 23. I've always wanted to try the 23 40 bucks.
2: Did you do it? No. I've had it. Oh yeah, that's right. We did. We we've had, we've had it. Dude, I forgot. Um
0: Yeah, it costs us nothing.
2: Aaron, right? No, who uh, Big are, Looch. Oh yeah, that's right. The 23. Aaron brought a pappy too when he was first on uh when we did the uh BBE.
0: Yeah, that was the fifteen year. Yeah, yeah, that was good too.
2: Generous fellow that guy. Yeah, I wish he'd you know come back. He doesn't you know like to hang with us. It's only Brett. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it is what it is. But I mean, the trip was really good, and
2: I'm just surprised. Like you know, with uh, mis- next
0: time we go, you have to come.
2: You well, got to have to. You know, Caleb did it. I can't you know make any excuses. When you
0: get wound up by Caleb, that means something.
2: It's all right. Don't worry. I got my face boxes being shipped. So, you've he, lost that one.
0: Oh, you got your call. Yeah. You got the call? Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. dude. Who are you going to call? I like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man. Uh, we got a couple more things to get to. Obviously, we broke down the trip a little bit, but uh, what, what are, where are we getting into next here? Now,
2: like? lastly. Oh. oh I assume, well, oh. No, right here. So, like, here's the big thing. Obviously, this was a family vacation, if you will. Now, I'm going to be in this boat soon. I was traveling with the newborn. Like I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. Like, and obviously Caleb, you've got you know toddler age kids. So let's let's hear the experience because you know this is a that's a long road trip.
0: My little baby, my little angel. She's so good in the car. She was the angel's envy. She was the angel's envy. She she's just so good in the car, especially on the way. She sleeps through the night, so she she slept the entire time on the way here. Or on the way down. Oh, okay. On the way up, she woke up. Maybe toward the end, Alex had to do a little, uh, you know, just entertaining. She gets FOMO, man. She's got such a great personality for being four months old. Uh, something amazing happened when we were there. She she's starting to roll over now by herself. Oh shit. Yeah, but it's also like stressful.
2: She was doing the leg raises earlier, you know. She's I
0: mean? stressful though, cause like, you know, she's all crazy crazy uh positions in the in the in her little pack and play that she was sleeping in and it was like stressful for my wife also i
2: just got fucking my pack and play and i had to just naturally as like a male like when you first set that up you're like how the fuck do you do this part of it like i won't read the instructions until like i got really annoyed with it that little changing table part that you have to like run the stuff through (laughs) that fucking thing until i realized i was like I'm a fucking idiot. I put it in upside down. I'm like, eh, whatever. But all right, continue. Go ahead.
0: Putting that shit together makes you more of a man. Yeah. I was just like, there's no man that just puts it together and is like, this is easy. Where We all struggle as one Yeah. until we get it. And, like, that, and then it's like, once you do it once, it's easy. That's it. Like, I mean, I even offered to come over and help set your crib up. And you were like,
2: Nah, mm-hmm. no, this is
0: just something I got to do. The and crib like, was
2: actually easier than the pack and play. The pack and play was a pain in the ass.
1: Wow. Sometimes plastic don't bend the right way, even though it's supposed to. Well, you're it's like the fold and stuff, and sometimes it doesn't do that. I
0: don't know how you guys are, but I mean, it wasn't like this with the the baby stuff. But there's nothing weirder than like when you get done with it and you're like, "Why is there 60 extra screws? Where do these go?" <laughs> <laughs> like the, putting the crib. I together, can understand <laughs> one or two extra pieces, but why are there 60 <laughs> extra screws? So. The crib, that was,
2: that was other than getting the actual, like, the baby box spring thing, you're like, this fucking thing, if you don't put it in this way... I think you
0: called me on that part, and you're like, is that right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be at the highest...
2: Yeah, I was like, just, without the mattress, because, like, you know, we just got that sent to us off the registry, so I was like, perfect. But without that thing, you're like, is this right? You're like, shit, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? Obviously, like, you know... My kid's not due till December so we're just like trying to get everything ready like and you know Nikki is legitimately she is super planner like and I'm just like yeah we'll get it done
0: our Halloween baby came who's the Halloween baby Lauren
2: oh that's awesome yeah
0: yeah he's here there you go everyone's here oh shit and more babies they just keep coming man they
1: just keep coming stop having sex <laughs> stop it. No more. Oh, I, I'm just saying No, no, you just, need to stop having sex. Oh, I'm, dude, trust me, I'm, <laughs> I'm freaking t- After this trip, my kids aren't going anywhere on vacation. I I'm never taking them. They can travel when they're teenagers. I'm not taking them.
2: Well, it sounds like they weren't pleasurable in the car.
1: Dude, they don't nap. You think a car ride would nap someone and they're out there kicking the seats. I want a snack. I want a snack. All I did was turn around and give snacks out all all for eight hours. I'm not going to lie to you, man. It was uh, peaceful in my house. Uh, Caleb's kids, <laughs> I had a crazy house. They,
0: they came over, so we stayed in two different houses and they came over and they started getting all crazy in my house. Dude, I just had to go full on dad mode. I'm like, this is not the crazy house. Go next door if you guys want to act like... If you guys want to act like animals, go next door. We don't act like animals
1: in this house. They were like, okay. Then they left. The kids were acting crazy. Not only mine, but there's another one running around, and I was like, guys, it's pouring rain outside. I said, get on the damn porch. I was like, you guys... I put on like music. These kids were... Jerry's over there with his brother-in-law just smoking and drinking. I'm sitting there with the kids playing Taylor Swift, and these kids are dancing and singing, screaming at the top of their lungs in a rainstorm. Then... My two daughters decided to go out there in the rain. They're like, we're taking a shower. They're they're soaking wet. Um, at one point, my daughter, Ken, Kenny, she didn't want to miss out on playing outside with the other two kids. Uh, she just bends over in the bushes and just takes a pee. Just pulls on her pants and takes a pee. I was like, what are you kids doing? Kids are like <laughs> fucking nuts, dude. But- I had to go. I had to be like, dude, see all the... We were sitting in this tree that was dropping black walnuts. And I was like, just gather up these walnuts and make a big pile for me. And then throw them against it. A tree or something. I was like, do something productive. Yeah. Well, they cleaned up the yard, and that's exactly. a positive.
0: But hey, it was a good trip. I had fun. Um, next time, kid free zone. Yeah, I'm gonna be hitting up my mom and dad to babysit. Grandparents,
2: Gr- grandma and grandpa.
0: Yep. Yep. <sighs> but uh, what do we get into what? first? We have two more things to get into, and patrol gone wild first. Patrol Gotta gone wild. Got to do it. Yeah, okay. we can do that. Let's get into that. Look, so gone wild. We're doing it big.
1: Thank you, Phil. Alright, I'll go first. I got a funny little clip. This is actually a kind of a fresh story. It's from September. Uh headline right here. We have alleged drunk driver arrested after unwittingly calling 911 on himself <laughs> like a dumb fuck. In quotes. Um let me do a little backstory. This is Lincoln County, Nebraska. Uh, uh,
2: hold on, I'm going to correct you. It's Lancaster oh, Lanc- County.
1: Lancaster. Um, so My this, name's
2: Caleb, and I can't read
1: good. I can't read. <laughs> so this guy was driving the wrong way on a throughway, Highway 77, and he called police after he said a car passed him going the wrong way on the throughway, And you'll see in the video uh, what happens next, so I'll let that unfold before you guys. All right.
0: Lane,
2: he was on the left lane. Okay. You, could you tell if it was a car, truck, or SUV, or anything? Hey, it looked like it looked like a truck. Okay, but that dude—he almost hit me. So I was like, "Holy s**!" Okay. Can an officer or deputy contact you if they have questions about what you saw? No, you're good. I was just like, "Holy s**!" Deputies know, so they can go try to locate the vehicle.
0: Yeah, that was gnarly. That was
2: like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Do you know why I stopped you? Yeah, because I was on the wrong side of the road.
1: Yeah. Is there a reason for that? No, but I, I must have Miss Were you the one that called
0: in?
2: Yep. You were? Yeah, because I thought somebody was on the wrong side of the road, bro.
0: it turned out it was you.
1: Yep, like a dumb. <laughs> <laughs> he, he called the cops on himself and then admitted, <sighs> yeah, I was on the wrong side of the road, like a dumb fuck. I mean, <laughs> his blood alcohol level was twice the legal limit.
2: That's what we call take the plea, dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh no! Well, I mean, believe it or not, this is actually unfortunately scarily common. Like,
0: yeah. I feel like uh, stuff like this happens actually all the time. Uh, I see things like this. Like, it's you
1: get actually like,
2: horrifying because when you're the one going the right way and you're like, oh no, what do I do?
1: This and guy was so drunk. He had to call the cops on himself. Crazy. First off, I feel
0: like, uh, like I said, I've actually seen this happen.
2: Well, dude, like, it's happened to us while we've been at work, and, like, we're like, oh, fuck, he's coming. I was like, watch out! And thankfully for shoulders, because, like, we almost got fucking annihilated. That would have been bad. I do not, like... Like, yes, it's funny because this dude's a fucking moron and called the police on himself, but thank God no one was seriously hurt because this dude, like, that's just scary, a head-on collision, and you better hope that you guys both play chicken wrong and go to the opposite direction.
0: Yeah, I mean, you just gotta pay attention, man. Uh, That's why you gotta, yeah, not be... Doing dumb ass shit while you're driving. I mean, again, I've almost been hit by people that do this stupid ass
1: shit. Make sure the GPS is on your car telling you not to turn the wrong way or on your phone or something. Just make sure you're following directions the right way. Where the fuck was this guy going? All right, guys. Where was he or, going? Had going home or something, hopefully. I don't know. Yeah. So probably.
2: when we get into my clip, this is, uh, so the caption on this was, Can you guess what states this is in?
0: So you want me to play that? Oh, yeah. Is there no volume on it?
2: Uh, I will get there in a second. I believe I just had a clip a little bit here. Or... Oh, no, there are... was no volume, as a matter of fact, now that I remember it. Okay, uh, we are having technical, technical difficulties. difficulties,
0: for sure. Uh, I'm not sure why. I'll get off the Wi-Fi. <laughs> you know, just it's the... not the Wi-Fi, dude. It's like the computer.
2: Well, guys... That'll be uh, this patrol going wild. <laughs> no, just kidding here. We'll get that going in a yeah, second here.
0: I'm sure it'll be fine. We'll, we'll figure it out. But
2: to touch back, I'll give you a little bit more backstory while this loads up. So it's a little fitting for the uh, Halloween uh, weekend. So uh, a costumed Cretan, if you will, was uh, just running a little bit of a muck. And clearly this was a, a homeless person. And when this gets to able to be rolled, you guys are going to be in for a real, real treat. I'm ready for it, man. Oh, I know you're ready. This is, you know, if you get into this, Caleb, you know, young Caleb would have been all about this, you know, woman of the street.
0: I wonder why we're having, like, issues with this right now. This is, like, kind of fucking weird.
2: I mean, who knows? Maybe the fucking hard drive's full or something.
0: No. No? Okay. Imposterous. Imposterous? Imposterous. No, no chance. Preposterous. Preposterous. Imposterous.
2: You hung out with Caleb too long. Your, your fucking grammar was...
0: It's
1: not. ...going wrong. Is that the right one, Mr. Steen? Yep. It's on HDMI 1. Okay. Technical difficulties. Yeah, we'll there figure it out.
0: Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Look at this. This is beautiful.
2: Oh, it gets... Right. So we have a fire hydrant that's been opened. And then... Uh, yeah, it's- <laughs> it
0: just keeps getting. Do you know what? Wait, do you know where this is?
2: Where do you think it is, guys? That's part of
0: the funniness. I don't know. I just love like the uh, the man the men working sign right above her.
2: She uh, she's giving herself a little cleaning.
1: All right, I'm gonna guess New York City or San Francisco. I'm gonna say this is Portland. It was
2: actually California. It didn't say where in California.
1: Okay, I'm guessing San Fran. Uh, so they can yeah, poop- you can officers. Poop there
2: responded to a uh woman of the night giving herself a fire hydrant shower and a little bit of a show for everybody else and well again this is why this is
0: disgusting this uh I feel like I could smell this disgusting street this <laughs> this oh, woman's stank ass vagina just fucking oh. getting washed um we have a couple of these stinky ones that, you know, wandered our fucking streets of uh Well,
2: I just think of like when uh our uh favorite crackhead, you know, decided to take a tumble and start drinking the puddle water. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this dude fell on the ground and started drinking the puddle water like like
1: there's a like, there's a pothole
2: and the pothole filled up with nasty brown water. Like I was like, "Oh man, this guy's surviving fucking dysentery."
1: That's why he never got COVID. Cle- cleared up his immune system. They survive everything. Yeah. They like, literally they, survive everything. Winter storms,
2: like poor, normal, like working class people died in that storm. But this, you know, still got his menace crack. to society. Still got his crack too. M- managed to survive.
0: Yeah. I mean, hey, it is what it is. I got a funny clip. Uh, Obviously, I wouldn't say this is like the worst crime on Earth, but uh, this is pretty funny. Uh, Fitting for Halloween. Obviously, this is going to be November 1st when this comes out. But uh, we have a driver busted for driving in the HOV lane with a scary clown dummy in passenger seat. So, yeah, let's uh, let's let this little clip. We'll let this uh, bad boy roll and and we'll, uh, we'll get into this.
1: The to
0: but, yeah, <laughs> we, we, a driver we, trying to use a Halloween decoration to sneak through the HOV lane gets stuck with a scary ticket. A Washington State patrol trooper reports a traffic stop involving a driver and a clown doll on I-405, if you're familiar with the area. Well, the driver had reportedly fastened the clown dummy to the passenger seat and attempted to drive through the high-occupancy vehicle, or HOV lane. The truck was no laughing matter, and according to the Washington State, department of transportation first time hov violators receive a 186 dollar fine drivers caught using a dummy in the car automatically get 200 (laughs) bucks added to that ticket
2: oh damn so it's almost 300
0: what i love about the story is that uh, apparently that apparently these fucking people it's not uncommon for them to put like fake dummies up just so they can use a faster lane of
1: transportation (laughs) That's so funny to me. It's ingenuity at its finest right there. You know, you got to use that lane. You got to get to work faster. I I applaud it rather than uh, frown upon it and give tickets. You know, applaud the ingenuity.
0: For those that saw the clip, it's actually pretty funny. Uh, Make sure you're subscribing to our YouTube channel to actually watch the clip. Uh, The clown's pretty funny uh, and definitely fitting and a little spooky if you're into that stuff. So it's cool. Spooky. Spooky. Not as spooky as Geo's hipster hat, but whatever it's so halloween good. costume halloween <laughs> halloween vibes uh, that's funny yeah that is funny all but right. uh what do we got what do we got next caleb uh,
1: our news segment with caleb oh let's get into that let's do it all right welcome to news with caleb in the whiskey and cigar industry so up first we have ep Carrillos escapade project launching november 1st so uh Gio, you brought this to my attention. Do you want to get into it?
2: Yeah, let me just pull up my notes on it really quickly here. I thought, you know, typically we you fucked up the order here. I wasn't quite ready. I wanted to hear about oh, your whiskey bad. nose, but, or whiskey news, not nose. So uh, E.P. Carrillo is actually their newest project, dubbed the Escapade. It ships tomorrow, and it was the basically... They did their platinum series release, and they sent uh three. They send out a you know sample of a few cigars, and then they make it a limited release for the customers. So it's kind of like the big fans of the brand get to pick their best, and then the one that they like the most gets put into a regular production limited release.
0: I feel like Drew Estate does this.
2: Uh, so Drew Estate does that freestyle live. It's a little different. Correct. So
0: it's it's a little different, but it's a little similar, right? Like yeah. they did the freestyle live, and what was the one that they released, The, the Nika Rustica?
2: Yes. They always do excuse me. And that fucking Russell's is hitting. But um so the uh binder and filler of the three cigars is not being disclosed, but they're all coming in a six by fifty two. Um uh, the wrapper is the big thing that they're uh, saying here. One's a Corojo '99 from Nicaragua, the other's an Ecuadorian Connecticut, and then the third is an Ecuadorian Habano.
0: All right, uh, I feel like that Corojo is probably going to be pretty good. Bro, Corojo's delicious. Yeah,
2: like it's it's common but uncommon.
0: Yeah, it gets used. Yeah, it gets used out there. You find it in uh, you know your ERBs and you know your Tatuaje releases that are really good that we always love.
2: But uh, there's any retailer that carries this from November 1st through the 31st is when they're running the voting for it. So you have till the end of the year. And I just think it's a nice little product. And by the time this episode airs, it'll conveniently be when it begins. So guys, be on the lookout for the Escapade project from EP Carrillo.
1: Very cool. Awesome. Also, to release in November as well, we have Buffalo Trace announces extremely limited $10,000 Eagle Rare 25 So it is their oldest release to date from Eagle Rare. Uh, It's the first release from Buffalo Trace's Experimental Warehouse P. So it's two experimental warehouses that they have. They started operating in uh, December of 2022. Uh, Their goal with these experimental warehouses is to extend aging and maturing of the bourbon and whiskey process. So uh, they're trying different barrel char levels, temperature, light, airflow, and barrel placement within the brick houses. So, the Eagle Rare 25 is the newest of these experiments. So, that means more new products will be released from Buffalo Trace as well. Um, It's going to be very unique. They're only releasing about um, how many bottles? They're only releasing 200 bottles of this uh, for select retailers, bars, and restaurants globally. Again, suggested retail price, $10,000. It is going to be a 101 proof uh, whiskey. Uh, It comes in a hand-blown crystal decanter um with sterling silver wings on the eagle
2: Uh, jeff march will have a bottle hey
1: (laughs) he'll he'll do he'll do a whole barrel pick yeah right oh that would be dope can you imagine the price on that yeah ten thousand dollars so yeah if you got uh if you got (laughs) not cheap (laughs) if you got an extra 10k and you love eagle rare this one's just for you all right all right our last story of the day Uh, Cigar news, we have Davidoff is going to release their limited edition 2024, Year of the Dragon, and it begins shipping next month.
2: Yeah, so this is actually a really cool product. Actually, if you guys remember, this was the first cigar we did on the Cigar Hustlers Network with the uh, Year of the Rabbit. Uh, Davidoff does their yearly uh, Zodiac series, and this is actually the first time they've actually got to repeat. They did a Year of the Dragon release earlier. Was actually in uh, 2011, and it was only released in Asian markets. Uh, this bad boy is going to be a pain in the ass to do on the show because mm-hmm. it is a seven and a half by 50 double corona, and it's a blend of eight different tobaccos that have been aged for a combined 60 years. Holy shit! Yeah, wow. Dominican binder and fillers from the Dominican, Mexico, and Nicaragua. Uh, if you can guess, the retail price is going to be fifty nine dollars per cigar.
0: I was gonna say it's definitely going to be sixty bucks.
2: There have been there will be five thousand one hundred sixty boxes of ten available in the U.S. They have their limited edition boxes that are more for the collectors of Davidoff and will probably be well over like a thousand dollars. With they have like the unique uh, dragon scale packaging, they usually come with the uh, alternative sizing on it and uh, cutter, and it looks like a. Uh, dragon scale ashtray.
0: Uh, Just looking, obviously, at this image, I mean, this is beautiful artwork, and the... I mean, we've come to expect great presentation from a company like Davidoff. We're
2: gonna put it this way, you know, if we get a chance to get our hands on these, you know, they're definitely gonna be a 10 on the appearance scale. (laughs) They already kicked their ass
0: on that. Just... just Ten on the appearance,
1: right off the rip. <laughs> the p- this is a beautiful looking box. It's a beautiful looking cigar. Yeah, the picture alone, ten. You just look at that presentation. I mean, yeah,
2: um, expensive fucking cigars. Whew.
1: Listen, it's not the
0: first time we've spent sixty dollars on a Davidoff cigar. It's not going to be the last. We obviously do this. Right. I mean, we got to do this once a year, man. It's like that one you got to do. I gotta.
2: Hopefully, we can email them and hey guys. <laughs> we're with cigar hustler network.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, I'm sure we can muster something up, but
2: God, I'm sure. Damn. The like, not that Davidoff needs any help selling cigars, but these are going to be really, really sought after. You know, we were very lucky to get our hands on the year of the rabbits when we did, because most of the places that we, uh, looked for the, um, were already sold out within days, even locally. Now, granted, I'm not buying these in New York. They're going to be, you know, almost a $100 cigar.
0: Sorry to our local brick and mortars, but.
2: Yeah, you know, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: I'm not, I, I can't justify that.
2: And most average people, this is why on Fort we have these uh, associations lobbying for better tobacco rights in this state. Because anyone with any know-how knows that this is something you go for. And it's not going to be purchased in the state of New York unless you're a baller. Yeah
0: for sure and there is a market still
2: what's crazy is that they still sell out yeah. every still fucking a year
0: there's still a market there's still guys that are like well they it, got that coin man
2: well all right i mean let's do the math here 59 a cigar it's going to be 600 msrp
0: for what the, the f- for the box
2: what's the, and they're not going to sell singles
0: absolutely not they sometimes do. They trickle. They trickle. I mean,
2: I know the shop that over here that has is the only one that carries them in the area. And I was like, yeah, nah, dude. I sold all of my boxes and I got the biggest allocation in Western New York.
0: Yeah. And they were all gone.
2: Yeah. Then he's like, I'm not cracking a box. Yeah. I was yeah like, we tried. Yeah, whatever. And we tried. Listen, we got our sources. Thankfully, you know, next month, uh, you know, we'll be looking around for Davidoff.
0: That being said... Caleb, we're coming to the end. Uh we had a great weekend. What a close to a weekend. We obviously have a nice fun after her planned, like always.
1: Uh let's get into that cigar review, bud. Alright, review time. Um, appearance. Give this thing an eight. Uh great shape, great size and shape. Uh cool little pigtail on the end. I like the box the box press on there as well. I'm giving an eight. Uh nine for the burn. Uh, I wore a few flakes, but I was moving around a little bit. So, you know, nothing to take away from there too much. Construction, nine and a half, man. A great stack of dimes on this thing. It was, it asked when you wanted to. It really held up. Um, draw, I did a straight cut here. No issues at all. Nothing. So, nine for me. And enjoyment, nine. I really needed this cigar after a long day <laughs> of traveling. It uh really helped me relax. Uh, additional notes, I had a little sweetness on the cold draw uh when you light this up and it begins really smoking and settling you get that really nice smoked beef uh the toasted roasted meat smell there um it also is a pepper bomb as well so peppery very peppery uh my overall score brings me to a 44 and a half which times it by two 89 from me uh great smoke i i needed this today so i had
0: a very similar score to this uh this is the red meat lovers by dtt ribeye the ribeye.
2: That's the name of the Vitola.
0: Yeah, the ribeye. Uh, the appearance, I gave this an 8.5. Uh, the box, I do have a box inside. I probably should have brought it out, but I didn't. Yeah. Um. It's a pretty standard-looking box. Yeah. Yeah, just the, your regular cedar box.
2: Yeah, definitely not like uh, the normal for DTT. Normally, they're very extravagant. Yeah. Like, I mean... This is the company that, you know, with their brulees and the Moisture de Saka, or I'm sorry, the Sobra Mesa, not the brulees. Like, yeah. they traditionally have a lot of uh, over-the-top packaging. Yeah. The red meat lovers, not so much, though.
0: The burn I gave this a nine, uh, I had no issues. I mean, the thing, I, I never relit it, nothing. I mean, uh, as good of a burn as you could get. Uh, construction, I'm with you on this, 9.5. Very, very well-constructed cigar. Uh, I wouldn't say it's, like, soft. I wouldn't say it's hard. But, I mean, like, it's, it's like, it's good tobacco. You could tell it's good tobacco. It's constructed well. So whoever rolled these is doing a good job. Uh, the draw, man, great. Very smoky. I don't know if you guys yeah. got that as a note. But very, very smoky cigar. Uh, the smoke output on this is a lot. Uh, peppery, pe- peppery little fucker. It is peppery uh the enjoyment i gave it a nine bringing me to a 45 overall bringing me to a 90 overall um some notes obviously this uh connecticut broadleaf is a connecticut broadleaf
2: it is a uh broadly le- i'm not 100 percent sure if it's connecticut i know it is a broadleaf I will it's a broadleaf
0: but uh very chocolatey on the on the cold draw along with the smell on the cigar before you light it uh the actual cigar itself, very peppery. I know I just mentioned that, but... Um, yes, it was Connecticut. You are getting, uh, like, almost what the name describes it as. Uh, you almost feel like you're, you're like, a smoked meat. Um, good flavors. Uh, definitely a cigar I would go out there and try. Uh, really, really good, and it's gaining a lot of popularity in the cigar industry, so if you get your hands on it or a box... Let us know what you guys think of it, because uh, I really like this, and I'm glad that I was able to purchase a couple. So, I'm excited for it.
2: Yeah, definitely. uh, I'd agree with you there. I would smoke this again in a heartbeat. Like, if you get it at a reasonable price point, I mean, it shouldn't be more than...
0: Probably like 12, 13 bucks.
2: So, the MSRP was 15.
0: Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, it was like 15 and change, but I mean... Typically, your Dunbarton products are going to be a little bit higher price point. They're, you know, right up there with, you know, the premium tobacco market. Uh Now, uh, you finished your review up, you said, that you gave your score of a 90? 90. Okay. I'll get into mine. So, appearance, I gave it an 8.5. I mean, it's definitely unique for Dunbarton, like, as far as their, like, wrapper, like, they haven't done anything like this. You know, you got your... uh your butcher knife on there and then the you know the cleaver. Yeah. And like I said, they started doing these in twenty seventeen. They've made various sizes in it. I'm a big fan of a box pressed cigar. It usually just seems like it does very, very well for tobaccos whenever they make a variation that's box pressed. I noticed this even like last week when we smoked those war bears. Uh, big fan of that for me, and I think it's just a nice little twist on cigars. Uh, appearance, like you said. In comparison to other DTT products, Box Leaves a little bit desired, but I think this is more so meant to be their, uh, I guess, entry level, if you would. Sure. Like, I mean, what is it? They've got the, the Sin Compromiso, the Sober Mesa, I mean,
0: Sober, Sober Mesa, Moisho de Saka.
2: And, uh, you know, obviously their Unicorn series. Which Umbago. Oh, yeah. Forgot about those. Is there anything else we're missing? Oh, Mikarita. hmm So, I mean, price point is very comparable. You shouldn't, you know... I feel like if they carry Dunbarton, they usually will have some variation of it. It might not be this particular size. So you shouldn't have a lot of trouble finding a blend of the red meat lovers. Burn, I gave this thing a 9. I don't think I touched this up more than like once other than when it took me just getting it lit. and Sometimes that just happens. Uh, construction, nine as well. This thing was a beaut. I don't have a single flake on me. And ash when I wanted to, you know, nice milky ash. You, you know, can't complain at all. Draw, I gave it an 8.5. <laughs> nice face, buddy.
1: You V-cut. Huh? I did
2: V-cut, and I had zero issues with it. You know, I like when a cigar seems to be, you know, universal cut. I mean, Jerry, I know you straight cut. IV, what did you go with, Caleb? A v as well? Straight. The first
0: time I smoke a cigar, I always straight cut.
2: Interesting. Alright, well, fair enough. I don't
0: like to play around with the cigar until I'm comfortable with it.
2: Yeah. You know, I'm sure this would pretty much lend it. The way I'm guessing is just from my experience, I think it's pretty much universal cut. And then, enjoyment. I gave it a 9. That brought my overall score to a 44. Double that up. 88. Would definitely smoke again. I'd probably lean towards more of a five pack of it just because, you know, for, you know, that price point, I think I don't, you know, it's only 10 cigars. That's the one thing that's a little tough, the 150 thing range.
1: Well, uh, overall score, very easy. Just do the the mean 89 overall from the three of us boys. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, hey, great
0: cigar. I actually love the pairing tonight. The Russell's 10 went really well with this. So, if you're looking for a nice uh, under $60 uh, sitting in the backyard next to a fire, uh, grab yourself a Red Meat Lovers, grab yourself a bottle of uh, Russell's 10, 10 and, and just uh, pull up and have yourself a good night, man. Really, really good uh, pairing tonight, Gio. Good job.
2: Hey, you know, that's what we do.
0: Good job, buddy. I give it to you. Great job. You did all the work this week. You did all the leg work for us. Uh, obviously, we were a little busy, but...
2: Hey, sometimes some people gotta work some people gotta play
1: that being said Caleb any closing notes of the episode couldn't have said it better myself boys great pairing and guys just make sure you're following us on all the social medias you got the Facebook Instagram TikTok and important as always YouTube like share subscribe really love that those subscribers are going up and uh, keep leaving us some funny comments always like to hear from our viewers and fans I like when people talk shit <laughs> that too send some
0: shit talk we like that I like it. that do it Yeah, just do do it. it. But that being said, guys, if you're listening to us audio only, make sure you're checking us on a Cigar Hustler Podcast Network, the number one cigar shows on Podbean. Um, Aside from that, boys, I had a great weekend this weekend. Gio, thanks for taking care of things this week in-house. And we will see you guys next Wednesday. Peace. Peace out. The Down to Herb podcast, its owners and sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It's not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Jerry Lewandowski, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their show. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hopes that they will be entertaining to the audience.